Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Okay, this is our last session this, uh, for the camp. So, um, when we finish, we finished. I want to share with you another phenomenon. Okay, it's good you came for this session. What do you think? If you know any soul that may be like Jonah, asleep in the belly of the whale, you may want to go and rescue the person. Huh? Okay. Okay. Luke 19. Are you there? Where is it? Okay. Who's going to read for us? From verse um, 12. Somebody should read. Luke chapter 19. Yeah. He said, therefore, a certain noble man went into a party to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten. Ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. But his citizens hated him and sent a message after him, saying, We will not have this man to reign over us. And it came to pass that when he was returned, having received the kingdom, then he commanded these servants to be called unto him, to whom he had given the money, that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. Then came the first saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained. Ten pounds. And he said unto him, Well, thou good servant, because thou hast been faithful in a very little, have thou authority over ten cities. And the second came, saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained five pounds. And he said likewise to him, Be thou also over five cities. And another came, saying, Lord, behold, here is thy pound, which I have kept laid up in a napkin. For I fear thee, because thou art an austere man. Thou takest up that thou layest not down, and reapest that thou didst not sow. And he said unto him, Out of thine own mouth will I judge thee, thou wicked servant. Thou knewest that I was an austere man, taking up that I laid not down, and reaping that I did not sow. Wherefore then givest not thou my money into the bank? That at my coming I might have required my own with usury. And um, he said unto them, That stood by, Take from him the pound, and give it to him that had ten pounds. And they said unto him, Lord, he hath ten pounds. For I say unto you, That unto every one which hath shall be given, and from him that hath not, even that he hath shall be taken away from him. But those mine enemies, which would not that I should reign over them, bring hither and slay them before me. And when he had thus spoken, he went before ascending up to Jerusalem. And it came to pass, when he was come nigh to Bethphage, 
and Bethany at the mount called the Mount of Olives. He sent two of his disciples saying, Go ye into the village over against you, in the which at your entering ye shall find a cold tide, whereon yet never man sat. Lose him and bring him hither. Hey, have you not finished reading? I'm, I'm, I'm reading. Where are you going? Mercy. <laughs> okay, I think you read the wrong thing. Hmm? Too much. Now notice verse um, um, 15. It says, And it came to pass that he, that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. Gaining, this is a phenomenon of gaining by trading. Gaining by trading. Amen. Hey, are you awake? Amen. We are close, you know. So if you sleep now, you, you are it's unfortunate. We wanted to know how much everybody has gained by trading. Okay. Now trading is the activity of the merchant man, the principal activity of uh, of these guys, of the servants and the merchants and so on. And what the Lord is trying to show here, alright, are you there? Yeah. Is that you gain, how, how much did the guy gain by trading? Double, alright? And when at the end of the story, when the master came, what did the guy, what was the guy given? Huh? Ten cities. So these are two ways of advancing. One, is the gaining by trading you actually improve and increase a little then the Lord himself also gives you the ten cities are you there now you cannot gain ten cities by trading huh you cannot gain ten cities by trading you can gain only two pounds more one more pound by trading so one might say, then why don't we just relax and wait for the Lord to come and give us the ten cities? Because you cannot compare one pound with ten cities. Ten cities full of pounds. Huh? Lily, have you thought about that? Ten cities full of pounds. Can you imagine how many pounds there are in the cities? They just had one pound. And then look at the reward or the expansion, the promotion. Are you there? But because I told you not to bath, you are fully sleeping. And you put water on your face. Some people didn't put water on their faces. <laughs> Listen up. This is something that the Lord showed me some time ago that in the ministry, real lifting is God, God who can do you. You understand? Yeah. The guy cannot make himself have authority over ten cities. He can't do it by anything you do. Do you see? However, if you don't trade with the one that has been given to you, you will be considered as useless. And that's one. What happened to the guy who didn't do that? It was taken away from him. He was sent into what? Outer darkness You get it? Because it's considered an insult To the one who gave it to you Are you there? Are you listening? So You need to do the activity 
that you need to do Amen, Amen. Amen. And that is called trading And it will make you advance It does make you grow To a point On your own That is why when you start preaching Do you see uh, you, you actually seem to have more anointing When you preach By preaching And when you don't preach You actually don't seem to have so much anointing To preach <laughs> It's almost like It's almost as though The spiritual thing also responds to being used So if it's healing You, got, you never pray for the sick So that thing will be very small Do you get what I'm saying But when you start to do it So most of the spiritual things that I do I like to do them I like to do them so I, Sometimes I do them out, out, out of uh, exercise I need to exercise that area That's why I do them So that it doesn't get spot Do you see? What do you think? Yeah. yeah And then The Lord himself gives you Whatever So I pity you If you don't Use the little preaching Something that may be in you You may think We the pastor will just get up and send you Someone say I want to work for the Lord So I want to be a missionary So what do you do here? Nothing Why should I send you to a country To be in charge of a country You have never preached to anybody here You don't preach to anyone You don't do anything You've never started a church You have never mobilized people You have never struggled with I mean these realities that we struggle with So why should I get up And send you To a country somewhere And then you will be in charge of that whole country Plus all the economic problems Legal, medical Any issue that has to do with that country And financial, accounting Whatever, in that country Why? When you haven't used Even the one pound to gain The small gain you can have By use of the little gift of God Why should I send you? I won't send you Excuse me my son Say the Lord That which you have been given Is for the using Not the holding Chastisement is for my people I am not angry with you But do not be ignorant That which you set aside Shall be given to another Despise not even the smallest Of that which you have been given so put it to use and build upon it. Hearken now unto the word of the Lord. Hearken, hearken, for I confirm. I, the Lord, shall confirm and confirming. For the time is short. It is extremely important to use and put to use that which you have. Do not bury the talents. Do not bury the talents. Amen Amen. Are you listening? Yeah When I was praying for BDR and uh, Rachel That's what I felt yesterday That God will give their gift to somebody else They don't use it Yeah But almost anything is like that Just play on somebody You'll be surprised that what you have Will be given to somebody else So take it from him And give it to another person The people who work in my office I often tell them I say you you are a replacement for this person and that person. There were people who were supposed to do this work who didn't do it. So be humble in your chair. You understand? Yeah. Most of what we do is what somebody should have done. 
Yeah? Because somebody should have And as soon as you, you, you joke with it, is it, take his pound and give it to another. Mercy. Huh? No, it's not, it's not a nice thought. But it's an unfortunate something, but it's very real. If you had some work you wanted somebody to do and you gave it to the person, would you stay around forever waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting? You wouldn't. You get another person, even if it's a monkey, you get a monkey and let the monkey do the work. Or wouldn't you do that? Why should God wait forever? Forever and ever. Amen. No. It's not going to be like that. Amen. Are you there? But you know the part that I like is that Pastors Your preaching anointing It can actually double By just usage So you should not be happy With a circumstance where you don't preach Louisa like your situation You don't preach right The J church hmm? <laughs> You should be preaching more Do you see You should be happy with such things It's not a good thing for you I mean like for me, if I pray, like let's say for even praying for people, it's, it's also a gift. Uh-huh. When you don't do it, 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 it's almost like it diminishes. So you would wonder that, are these things, this something you practice? No, but you see, the Bible says that you gain by trading. You actually gain by trading. It's the singers. When you sing more, do you not become better? Yeah. Now you, so you may think that singing is not a gift. By something that you just The more you do The better See, Every gift is like that You have the gift When you use it and you use it It seems to increase When you don't use it It seems to go Then the Lord says oh, She doesn't like the singing gift So here this, uh, There's that a small boy There's a small girl Then you give it to him And then You give it to him Mercy Mercy Take and give it to another But I like the part Kojo so that your, your gift If it's evangelism You know like let's say doing altar calls Evangelize I've used it in universities And secondary schools you can evangelize the whole school. Altar call There's a way to do altar call Rarely would I do an altar call Even here if I do an altar call for salvation You see that somebody will come and give his life to Christ Yeah But I want to You learn it too, And then you practice it but you never do So you think that altar call is just nothing uh, It's something that You know More altar calls You even know When I'm doing an altar call I know nobody will come I know It's almost like I know how to do it For somebody to give his life to Christ I can do the altar call I know that This altar call Even though it's the whole life Nobody will be born again today Based on the way I'm doing it Because I've been doing it and doing it and doing it And then I know that If I stop and I start again I take it from another place And I come you will be saved now And you see people will be coming But you never use it So you don't gain by trading you see? But that's the point that I'm trying to make There is a certain level of lifting Hallelujah. God takes your little efforts Look at me today preaching Look at me preaching in America You see, to pastors God has taken my little efforts From the school of What is that place called? No the, the two classrooms No The two medical school classrooms Yes Basic science classrooms Than the 
school of hygiene preaching forcing preaching amare force more have I told you about Amare Force? Yeah. Amare Force Ball. Agoreka too much. Force. It's almost as if you are not called or you are forcing something. But you've got to, your small one pound, try with it. Charlie, when we close from here, all of you must try to start churches and do things to evangelize. Come to your pastor. That's why I say, pastors, try to be evangelistic. Come to your pastor and say, please, can I be the church evangelist? Yeah, I want to ask, can I be the church evangelist? Then he asks, what is a church evangelist? What I say, oh, we are in charge of street witnessing, going here, going here, doing this, inviting people, doing the uh, uh, breakfast meetings, follow up, megaphones, uh, printing complimentary cards for salvation. You share to the members, make complimentary cards to give to all the way, give to somebody, invite people to church. Oh, can I be the church evangelist? So I can use my witness. Even witnessing, when you do it often, you become good at it. When you don't do it often, you'll be wondering, so what do I say? You don't know what to say. How can you know what to say when you are always deaf and dumb? Look at it on the board. The phenomenon of gaining by trading. Yeah. At least a little gain. And you can always tell when somebody has been preaching often. Or when he does something and he does, he's been doing it often. Yeah. I have had many services, miracle services as practice. I knew many people will not be These people don't want miracles, but just for the practice of doing it. Oh, yeah. I've had services to pray for people as practice. Yeah practice of that particular area of my ministry yeah i, I don't want it to lie dormant That's right. one of the reasons why i started the impartation services in accra is i realized i'm not getting opportunity because i stopped having miracle wave conventions and i was not getting much opportunity to pray for people and then i don't want that thing to you know sort of become dormant and then say look he seems he doesn't like the that uh, thing that I gave him. So, uh, look, there's a guy at the back of the church. Give it to him. Hey! Hey! <laughs> God is always spotting people who can replace you. You are warming up by the side. Huh? Some of that. Have you watched this uh, DVD? It's called uh, Immediate Response. Have you watched it? Watch it. When you watch it, it's different from when you listen to it or watch it and listen to it immediate response how come you haven't watched immediate response you don't have it on the internet how many have listened to it okay you don't listen to the thing that we put on the internet give it to another to listen to it (laughs) they don't want it forgive take his pound and give it to another some of you are complaining about your wives. Take her and give her to another. How can that be? By you dying and she will be given to another. <laughs> because you are complaining every day. Oh. One day I saw something very wonderful. A certain young lady. She was so sad because her husband had died. And I was also sad. And one day, after so many things came to pass, uh, my people told me, sir, uh, so-and-so wants to come in. 
I said, let her come. When she came, beautiful. The, one of the last times that I had seen her, is that we should have seen her, I had to hold her. But this time when she came in, beautiful. She looked really beautiful. And she had a beautiful dress on. You know what color the dress was? White. From here. You know these type of dresses that go like this? You down. Why? Beautiful. And she had a beautiful hat on. It was Sunday morning. It was the day after her wedding. Yeah. She had been given to another. And then she came smiling. You don't like her? Take her and give her to another. You don't like him? It's the problem. He's your main problem in this world. You're praying only about him. Binding him. Loosing him. Sometimes he doesn't know whether to be bound or loose. Because sometimes when he's loose, he sees the chains on the face. He's afraid they are going to use him to bind him just now. And the Lord will take him and give him to another. One day a certain sister was in a relationship. And she was suffering in the relationship. But she didn't even know that she was suffering. And one day, the brother came and said, I don't like you again. Oh! She was very sad. In the end, she had to leave him. And he had to leave her. But God brought her another beloved. And she entered a relationship. One day she saw me, she said, Bishop, I never knew that all these things were in relationships. I said, what things? She said, nice things. Nice things. I never knew that it was part of a relationship. This new beloved is far better than the old beloved. So I never knew all this was part of relationship. The way he treats me. Gosh. Take it now, man. <laughs> hey, is there a shortage of beloveds in America? Huh? Acute shortage. All brides who are not married, stand up, let me see. All brides. Brides who are not married. Sit down. All sisters who are not married, arise. <laughs> the Lord, some of you are starlets, I think, you are little ones. But the Lord shall supply. When Isaac was going with his father to the mountain for the sacrifice, he asked his father, Where are we going to get sacrifice? And Abraham had the best answer the Lord will provide. And I prophesy to you today, the Lord will provide. Hallelujah. Alright. So brothers and sisters, let us gain and add huh? by trading. Don't be happy not to trade. Don't be happy not to preach. Especially if you are called pastor and you don't preach every week. Don't be happy with it. I'll say it again. If you are called pastor and you don't preach every week, don't be happy with it. It's not a good thing. I mean, there must be some something. 
you know, even if it is the uh, new believers, uh, I said new believer, if it's new believers class or if it is a school that you are teaching, I mean, the fact that you constantly use that small something, you understand? Teaching, school of the word. Uh, shepherd school, this school, something, even if it's four people, ten people, you have to That's practice. Right. Practice. Right. Practice. You say you are a singer, you got to practice. Keep singing all the time. You need to be happy. You need to be happy or don't sing. You don't have to be happy with it. You know, you're just there. You don't sing. You are just there. You have to, you know, do you know when I came in, I was trying to sing a song then, we were singing a song then, I heard one of these single, uh, t- talented singers singing what I was trying to sing. And I was saying, you see, these things, uh, people don't know. You see, when you, are, when you are doing something, you think that it's common. Everybody can do it. But those who cannot do it, they can see that the thing is a gift. How many realize what I'm talking about? So you see that this person has the gift, but is not interested. One of my, my singers, uh, Grace, you should see how she holds a little book with a pen, practicing, practicing, singing, singing, practicing all the time. Oh yeah, she's practicing. I mean, she would hold it. When I tell her, can you sing this song? Yes. Sing it tomorrow? Yes. You sing it. You practice. You do everything. Practicing hard. You know? And that's why I like the way she, because I can see that as for gifts, if you are not serious with it, you can be very gifted, but you have to be. And I have others, I have others who are not serious. When I say you, I told, one day I told us, I said, your voice is better than Grace's voice, but you are not serious with it. So I will not even encourage you, because I've stopped encouraging singers. No, they discourage me too much. Forgiveness. 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 Cleansing. <laughs> gain by trading. Gain by trading. Gain by trading. Amen. Gain by trading. Amen. Evangelize. Amen. Witness. Amen. You, you, you see, so most of us, if we say we are going to have a breakfast meeting or a lunch meeting, it will be so odd. It will be so clumsy. It's not true. It's not part of us. No, even the doing of it, for even for one soul to be saved, for nobody to lift up his hand or nobody, it's good. Because it is helping us to gain, right? Even if nobody joins the church. Because ultimately the real lifting by God will come by God. Unrelated to your activities. Look at me from my little classrooms where I was preaching. It's unrelated to me preaching in different places even in the world. Yes. It's so unrelated. There's no link between myself preaching in that little room there and what I am doing now it can only be God who gave it to me yes there's no connection and so it is there will be no connection between the lifting of the Lord on your life and what you actually do in the ministry that's why I'm not supposed to boast about it are you listening? are you there? so be blessed be blessed with your little talent don't say it's nothing don't say it is nothing don't say it, it's nothing. Little girls, stand up. The little ones, stand. Are you one of the little ones? Stand up. Any of the little ones? Any more little ones here? Yeah. Oh, little. If you see yourself a little, you stand. Yeah. Little ones, stand. If you see yourself as little ones. It's not teenagers, little. Anyone who sees yourself as little, you stand. Yeah. You see, you can preach. So preach. 
Don't let anybody put you down and say you are for seven sandwiches. There's more than seven sandwiches in you. Do you understand? Ladies, there's more than seven drinks. Making tea, making coffee. It's nothing. Hey, are you there? Yeah. But if you just sit there, boom. No. Is it like the way our sister has folded her hand? Well, you have moved your hand now. So if you just sit like that, you're not going to grow. But I want you to grow. Amen. Amen. Okay, you may be seated. The next one is the Anadea phenomenon. Are you there? Okay. You know the story. Luke 11. Anadea phenomenon. You know how to spell Anadea? A-N-A-D-A-E-I-A. It says in Luke 11, Which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine is in his journey, he's come. I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot arise and give thee. I say unto though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, or anadea, or shamelessness, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. Yeah. Listen. Shamelessness. No shame leads to fruit. What do you think? Yes. One day a pastor came to see me and asked for some money. A big man of God that I respect. And he came to ask for some money. When he asked for the money, we didn't have money at all. But yet this man has never asked me for anything. And he's, he's not like that. He's not like somebody who comes always, you know, can I have money. But the fact that he asked, so I said, Prince, let's find money. Create money. Do you see? And give to this person. Because he has asked. I don't want him to be embarrassed. Because it's very embarrassing to ask for something. And you don't get it. You, you feel like sinking into the ground. Who has experienced that before? You feel like sinking and disappearing. Goodness. You've said all your problem. In fact, that's the point. You sort of share and you explain why you need this and that and that. And after the person just looks at you and says, Okay, have you checked this website on the internet? And you know, you check them, they sometimes have whatever, and, you know, and so on. Oh! And I felt for this man to almost humble himself to come and ask for something. We must give it to him by all means. So I said, look, create money. Create money. Because he cannot be as I don't want to embarrass such an important and nice man of God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. But there's a certain shame in asking. And so this guy who came to ask for the bread, standing there shouting, it's like, ah, an important person you are shouting for bread and so look open the door quickly and go and give it to the man because already he has lowered himself to come and stand at this gate to ask for the bread and he said i mean the embarrassment cannot be multiplied 
You see, and I'm saying that I've experienced that thing before where I responded because I, the shame was a lot. Uh-huh. And I didn't want the shame to be more. <laughs> Extra, supersized shame. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Are you there? Yes. Now, if you are going to do well, shamelessness will be one of your keys. To be shameless is to be fruitful. I said to be shameless is to be fruitful. When you go and stand in a room with three people and say it's a church, is it not a shameful thing? It's not shameful. If you are in Houston and you are doing a church, and right next door, Joel Osteen is doing the biggest church in America, and people are rushing there, and he's preaching so nicely as he does on TV. You know the way he is, he's so nice. You know, you like, it is a presidential type of, you know, you fall in love with the person. You know, they really got the right, the right, of, right one of the children. Is it not all of us are so nice looking? It's true. Like, we are doing some TV programs now. I have, you know, one of my pastors, Pastor Fabe, Eddie Fabe, and he's a television person, a nice person. When you see him on television, I mean, he can easily be a president. He's great. For the TV, you know that it's, it's, some of us are not like that. You understand? Or, yeah. So we need such a person. Do you, do you get it? So when you are doing your small church with eleven people and Joel Austin is next door, not far, and you say, why should I come here when we go here and we have? Music on the screen and this and that and that and you are in a room with the whatever in a classroom and you are just ah. <laughs> forgive original friend of God they are singing it properly or you are in Tulsa Oklahoma and Kenneth Hagin Jr. is there or Rodgers is there Billy Joe Dotty is there Carlton Pearson is there. Huh? Kofi Mensa. He's also trying to start something. I thought Kofi Mensa was a famous man of God. It takes shame. But you see, when God sees the shame, the shame that is on you provokes God to say the shame is enough. In those days when monasteries were built, and monks went to stay in the monasteries. One of the things they did to humble themselves was to beg. So they go for begging. Today, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, we are doing begging. And they go to the streets begging for money as part of their duty. John Wesley, he used to beg. He would do begging for the poor. Yeah. It's shameful and it's humbling. John Wesley used to do like time to get money for the poor. He used to go out. And I was telling my people that look, I want to see, I want to go to circle in Ghana and beg for the poor. But I have a few people who really insult me. <laughs> when John Wesley was taking offering, he used to hold his hat. And when he was raising funds for his the new church building, he used to hat and hold. When I read it, because I hold the basket, 
There's a shame in it. A lot of people look at it. Bishop, this thing, something. Be standing there in front of thousand. Hold the basket. Five thousand, two thousand. Come, two thousand, five thousand. And they are not coming. <laughs> five thousand cities. Yeah, two thousand, five thousand, ten thousand, and they'll be coming. And by one behold it ever. It is like you are a fool. When you take the offering that way, you get more than when you just pass it around. It is my work. And I need to humble myself. Do what I have to do. That's my job. You get it? Yeah. Because we need more money. Far more. Almost like ten times of what we earn. Are you there? Yes. Or you are going home? Yes. No, we are going home. So why do you say no? And not at this very moment. For the next two hours. Forgive. Are you there? Shame. If you are a woman and you are not prepared to go to the labor ward, remove yourself, display yourself, and display yourself in the open air for some time, you cannot bear fruit. If not thought about it, the fruit will be inside. Somebody said, I don't know why babies were not born from the mouth. Why did God not choose to bring a baby from the mouth? <laughs> and the baby comes out. Shamelessness is the mother of twins. Prayer and evangelism. Without shamelessness, you don't even pray well. You see, if you are walking outside this room and you hear people inside here pray, ah! it almost looks like oh, these mad people. When you pray a lot, one, one of my church members, one of the rich members, he was, he was saying, Hello, people ask them, Why do you go to Lighthouse? What do you need? What do you need? Why do you go there? It's like such churches, you don't go there unless you have problems. And maybe you are in need of some, some help spiritually. You don't go to such places. Why do you go? Why do you go? There is sometimes a shame to even go to a place where they are praying. They are praying for people. Why should they pray for you? What do you need? I'm okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, lower myself. You need shamelessness to pray a lot. Yeah, or even to be seen pray. As if you've not been to school. Fervently. As if you've not been to school before. How many realize that such prayers, you look funny in the eyes of certain people? Yeah. Even when you go to the restaurants to eat. We are ashamed to pray. Shame. Shame on you for being ashamed. But how many have been feeling ashamed? Raise your hand and tell me the truth. Yeah. And you see two men holding themselves and kissing. When I went to buy some food, I saw some two ladies. I mean, I was standing here and I was standing. They, they were not, they, they could not concern themselves with me. And this is the counter. And I'm, there's somebody standing here, somebody standing here, and they told her, Yeah, add salad. Two, uh, two cooked. 
throughout lesbians. So I said, Pastor Richard, what are these so, so withered and so wild in their nature? And we were ashamed to say, Father, I thank you for your blessing. And when I sit on the aeroplane, and I have to bring out my Bible and it's like there's some white person sitting there or some other person it's like they will see that you are a religious person I say Lord I'm bringing out my Bible and I will use it Amen, Amen. Amen. it takes shamelessness to witness but they may just what? Did you, what did you say? No, no, sorry and you look mad religious mad yeah, fanatic. That's why we can't bear fruit. Because you want the baby to come from your mouth. And the baby is coming from a shameful place. Jabos. <laughs> the fruit of Christianity comes from a shameful place. When I have clothes in the ministry, it comes from a shameful place. It's not like your, your clothes. This nice shirt you are wearing is from medical fees. Mine is from offerings. If I have a nice car, eh, look at our car, our money. It's using our money to buy a car. That's why people don't like to work in the church. Okay, he's driving our car. That's why a lot of pastors, whenever they have a nice car, they say, Oh, my, uh, somebody bought it for me. They always come up with, Oh, this one sent it to me as a gift. And they want you to know that it's not from you. They are always at pains to explain where they had. Yeah. Since I moved, yeah, because of us. Since I moved, mm-hmm, it's true, because of our behavior. Since I moved to my house, I'll be at great pains to explain where I got the house from for years. Because it's like, it's like it's shameful to have something. It's like we know how it came about. It's that when they brought the offerings, you pick some out. <laughs> oh man! When they brought the offerings, you picked some out and used it to buy things for yourself. Forgive. But without that, we will not have this church. So somebody has to take it on. Yeah. And I'm so blessed. Whatever shame, my Savior. That picture we see of the cross where Jesus is on the cross like that, with some cloth, whatever, is politeness. It's not the truth. He was naked. You don't know, I'm telling you. I'm going to preach about the death of the cross. One of the things is the shame. And you. That's why their church is pastors. Our income, the church's income from your church is low because of your face saving diplomacy. Yeah. You will not take offerings properly. You will not talk to the people. You will not encourage them to give tithes because you want to save your face for people not to think that you are doing the church work because of money. And because of that, the people don't even become committed because a place where they go where they don't have to give, they are never committed to that thing. Surprisingly, people become more committed when they are made to give more. Yeah. It has been found, it has been shown. They become more committed when they give more tithes and they, they pay and they put money in the thing. And when they are just like loose without any commitment, they don't have to do anything, then they, they are just, they, they, they don't become very committed. Yeah. Some of you have, you, you have, your investment in Lighthouse is big. If, if you leave it now, you don't know what are you leaving. 
you, you, your stake is in the thing. You have helped me. I, you have helped me. You have helped the church. You have been part of the team working and building. And you are going where? Your heart is in it. And you have invested your money in it. So, yeah. Because your treasure is in the thing. But you see, our diplomatic face-saving, shame-free ministry. I said shame-free ministry. Huh? It will never bear. So, the, doing the work of an evangelist depends greatly on anadea. The shameless phenomenon where you are shameless. Shameless about prayer. Shameless about evangelism. Anadea is the mother of twins. Prayer and evangelism. Shameless in its nature. And now that it is associated with you know there are some things that are associated with certain things They are associated with minorities Oh he's African He's African He has an accent Where did he come from? Ghana, Guyana Where's that? Where's that? Where's that? Where did he come from? Oh really? You don't want to look strange You want to be Black man you will never be a white man that's why I mean I, I don't preach I don't try to preach with a laugher you know what is a laugher locally acquired foreign accent <laughs> if I preach with the locally acquired foreign accent I cannot preach well because I always have to try and when I was listening to Kenneth Hagen and other Americans preaching I have to learn some of their words and some of their slangs and things which are not even good English but it's part of some colloquial expressions and certain things which they they say and do I have to learn it so if an American is listening to me you also learn what I'm saying if I say what is the you learn it and then also play with it Papa Hagen always used to say oh this is an old Texas expression you may have heard him saying that before it's an old Texas expression Don George and all these guys I went to even John John, he's 70 years old, he came and I was doing this. He said, one, one day, I said something, he said, I'll apply that to myself. And he did this. He said, no. He had just been to our church for three, two days. And he saw it, he said, I'll apply that to myself. <laughs> and you know, when I met that, he, he was, they were trying to remember, what's that thing he was saying? <laughs> That Texan Americans, white people. <laughs> yeah. I'll apply that to myself. That he did this. So how do you do it? <laughs> but you don't want to be a minority. You don't want to be African. But what are you? You're African. You are Tarzan. Just be there. <laughs> Tarzan is not from Africa. It's from the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> Tazani Christians. Hallelujah. Hey, sisters, if you don't want to be shamefully removing this place, you cannot do what? Bear fruits. <laughs> the baby will be inside. It's true. To the breakfast meeting, nobody comes. You have to do it. Look stupid. You have to look stupid. Church work. Oh. You have to look stupid. Take offerings. 
will look like a thief do it it's part of your calling doesn't matter make your members committed no, if you come to a and you see me taking an offering you you will you you will see a certain seriousness you, you will never you will never know that i can come to america and ask you to give because i don't think that way i believe whatever we are doing there should be able to take care of it over there you see me very serious two thousand and five thousand cities five thousand cities is less than uh, i mean 50 cents two thousand is ten some cents or something and then we go down 10 percent of 10 cents and we'll be taking it seriously yeah you get it yeah that's how the church work is people meet you and say your husband doesn't work you don't work anymore how do you do is he sleeping they call you are you sleeping? sorry did i wake you up as I used to say, I'm sleeping. I sleep, I sleep every day. Yeah, I sleep all the time. My work is to sleep. You know, when I finish this camp and I sit on a plane, and when I arrive, I'm arriving straight. The next camp is starting. I'm going to another camp. Straight. I've been preaching, preaching for hours to you. Or you don't, you don't know that why I came. I come straight from here to here to here like that because I don't want to spend so much time outside home. I mean, not, I, I, can't, I can't help it, but that's it. So, you see how you are tired. Can you imagine? I'm the one also preaching. Uh-huh. When I sit on a plane and we land in London, that's the camp starting. Starting straight. I'm driving straight to the camp from the airport. I'm going and then continue till Saturday. Yeah. Whilst you'll be snoring. <laughs> and everywhere I go, I'll be holding baskets, raising funds. Encouraging the people, praying for them, preaching. Yeah, that's my work. Talking to them. And I finish, I talk to everybody. This one had a dream. This one had this. This one seen this. This one. I talk to everybody. I don't mind. It's my work. I like it. I like the people. Amen. You understand? Yeah. Talk to everybody. I get everybody. Pray for everybody. And I went to Panama, I prayed for the whole church. I don't know them. I prayed for them. I prayed for thousands of people. Oh, hey! I have so many cats on my hand. Screaming, holding me. Hold. Oh, when I, was, when I was praying, there was a bodyguard. That, before I realized, I saw that guy was holding me like this. Yeah. <laughs> people have problems, so. It's only when you come to a church and you start, you see that there is a need. How many are glad when hands are laid on you and, and you are prayed for? There's something about it. Yes. There's something about it. What do you think? Yes. Yes, it's not. I don't know. You feel covered. Yes. I don't know whether that's the word. And you feel blessed. Yes. Yeah. I remember one time I went to Tulsa. Papa Hagen was pre- preaching. He was moving around and he was praying for people. And then he came to where I was standing. I said, Lord, today is today. Today is today. Today's date is today. And then he just turned around and came. I cannot forget it. He never came to my area. In fact, he came near and then he, he did a U-turn. Forgive. In Accra, my people, they love to be prayed for. Yeah. You like it too, isn't it? Come, come. <laughs> you like it Father lift your hands Father thank you for your blessing 
Oh Jesus Thank you Lord Thank you Thank you Thank you Thank you Jesus Bless her Lord Oh yes She's going to do well She's going to do well Thank you Lord In Jesus name Amen To do healing Somebody who comes here Headache is healed Backache Headache Backache Headache Backache Headache Backache Migraine Headache Backache Hey Lord And sometimes they describe sickness Which are very difficult to diagnose I had a pain Then it moved here And it came to the back And I felt it Hey If there are doctors there And they are listening to this this man at all, what is he doing? <laughs> he has left a scientific medical practice to come and stand here. This person says this, this person says this, person says this. Hey! Hey, Anadea is the mother. I say, Anadea is the mother of twins. Prayer and evangelism. When you see people praying, they are weak or they have problems. Don't worry what people think about you. You pray. Evangelizing, doing God's work. We used to hold milk tins and beat on the street. Hmm? It was powerful. What do you think? Okay. Okay. Are you there? So Christian, Christian man, I want to tell you. Hmm? Never give up. Huh? Never give up Anadea. Then the next one is the Anakazo phenomenon. We, we don't have time, so we are just scanning through. Anakazo. Actually, the pronunciation is Anangazo in, in, in Greek, but we've been pronouncing it wrong way, and I think we like the wrong one. So it's Anakazo. A N A G K A Z O. One day a Bible student came to see me from Trinity College and he told me, you know, we've been pronouncing this word and I just wanted to let you know that it's actually anangazo. And you, when they have the G and the K, you pronounce it anang, like NG, anangazo. Anangazo. But I think we are used to the anakazo. Huh? You feel the power in the anakazo. <laughs> I need to just You know the story The man made a supper From today Have breakfast meeting Have food in your churches It brings more people Jesus took a lot of people to supper And more came the next time So food brings members Okay So have food Members should cook And come to And bring To church Have programs where we've cooked We've brought the food They eat you Preach to them Jesus when Jesus was going Instead of leaving us With an annual fast eh, He left us with Eating He said eat bread Eat one in my, in my memory Eat This This you In memory of eating So When you go to church There's a lot of eating Can also bring Evangelism And church growth yeah. What do you think? So a certain man made a great supper and bade or invited many. That's Luke 14, 17. So make a supper and buy. 
They all with one consent began to make excuses That's fine I don't want to go into that But now So that servant came in verse 21 And showed his Lord these things Then the master of the house being angry said to the servant Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city And bring in hither the poor The maimed The halt and the blind And the servant said Lord It is done As he said And the Lord said unto his servant Go out Amen, Amen. Are you there? Amen. The Lord said to his servants What did he say? Go out to the highways Bring who? Bring who? The poor The maimed The halt And the blind And the Lord said It is done Then he said now Go into the highways And the hedges And compel them to come in That my house may be full Now Most of us don't have friends Who are cripples And if you were having a party You wouldn't invite Mostly blind people You wouldn't be happy Because At a party You feel so bad Because everybody there Can't see (laughs) They'll be bumping Into each other And also the fellowship Will be so nice Isn't it Because they are not your type But cripples Have a lot of friends Who are cripples Yeah And blind people They have fellowships And they have friends You know They have things that they do And the point that I'm trying to make is that The anakazo phenomenon The point I just want you to see is that There comes a time when the actual people you would like to come Won't come Uh, Those who really wish would join They will not join So now you have to go to people who are outside your social class There are are many white people in, uh, In the world Who are being forced to relate with black people Because they are Christians And many of the Christians are not white They are black If you watch the television You see somebody like Ray McCauley In South Africa Almost all his church members are black In London and in England There are these Christian TV channels And so on All the business people Men who own the stations They are all white people But they are forced to relate with Nigerians Black people Because it's the black people who are doing the Christianity The white people are not doing it Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah so sometimes you are forced to go to another group That is not your original group Amen, Amen. Yeah. And this is what I'm trying to say That we are going to do the work of an evangelist And we now have to go to groups that are not our original group And failure to do that will lead us to have an empty heart And we must fight and do it until it works Is it clear? So maybe you are Nigerian and you are used to Nigerians Then if you go to a Nigerian church You find that most of the people there are Nigerians If you go to a Ghanaian church Most of the people there are Ghanaians But we have to fight in America There are many many cultures When you see a Lebanese man Don't shy away Don't withdraw Witness to him You know witness to him Don't think that it's out of your jurisdiction Are you there? Go out When you see a white person Minister to the person Invite the person to church Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And let's go beyond Let's go to these groups Which look like they, they don't belong where we are And keep doing it Shamelessly 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 God himself will bless us As we do that And I tell you Many of us Our churches will grow And even we will become What we are supposed to become In the Lord I'm so happy God has given me opportunity to minister 
outside Ghana. Otherwise, my ministry will be getting finished. Where I can send missionaries will be getting finished. But now I have more places I can send people to. Countries. If we go to Trinidad, you see all the members of the church are from Trinidad. You go to South Africa, all the members of the church are South Africans. We are South African pastors, South Africans. The whole church is full of There's no Ghanaian in, in Pretoria. It's all South Africans. Zulus and Sutus and what? We go to Nigeria. The last time I went to Lagos, they were having exams. I entered the church building. All Nigerians doing exams. Lay people and the ministry, loyalty. This, they were sitting there writing exams. Hey! It was wonderful. We go to Cameroon. The members are Cameroon. I go to Sierra Leone. The Sierra Leonean members. I mean, we are reaching other groups who we normally would not have reached. And that's where we are. In America, you've got to decide. When you see a Kenyan, say, I'm going for this guy. Uganda, I'm going for Togolese, I'm going. Trinidad, I'm going. Jamaica, I like you. American, I like you. British, I, I want you. Spanish, we want you. And we can do it. I said we can do it. Stand to your feet, everybody. Now, lift your hands to the Lord. Members of the Millionaires Club, you know yourself. Can you come to the front? I want to pray for you. Everybody lift your hands. Ask God to bless. Okay. Just begin to thank the Lord. Everybody just thank the Lord where we are. We are just having a short prayer time. Father, thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your blessing. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.